Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Welcome to the Stories That Shape Us podcast. I'm Joanna Daniel. Yesterday, I'm talking about leadership versus management or effective self-leadership. And as I was listening back to the podcast, I realized that I wanted to talk about, well, if I'm going to share about self-effective leadership, self-leadership, I needed to be honest. As I was listening, I thought, I need to be honest about my self-leadership. How did I do it? How, How has it evolved? How has it grown? Has it grown? How do I become aware of the importance of self-leadership? Did I just see it in people that I admire and do nothing about it? And the Bible says in James that if we can look in the mirror and see something and not fix it, then, you know, we have to, when we look in the mirror and see something, we have to fix it. We can't just walk away and not do anything about it. So did I just see effective leadership in this lady, in this woman that I admired and people that I admire, many people's leadership that I admire and not do anything about it. So what about my self-leadership? So there are areas in my life that I realized that needed leadership at that time. I was in my early 30s. Uh, in, my, in my 20s, I read a lot, but I didn't really understand leadership or even self-leadership, self-management, self-control, management of emotions, resilience. None of those things I, I knew at that time. If you're in your 20s, you might and you're listening to this podcast, then you're in your 20s in an era where we have information available to us, where I didn't have information available to me. And of course, they were in books, but the kind of books I was reading at the time were not ones that were designed to give self-leadership. I was reading a lot of different kinds of books. That changed when I was in my late 20s, early 30s. I changed the kind of books. Mid-20s, I'd say, I started to read different kinds of books. But even then, self-leadership wasn't an idea, wasn't anything that I knew anything about. I read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People in my late 20s. And that's the first time I started to understand something about leadership. And even though I didn't call it leadership at the time, I just knew that I needed to develop these habits that was going to be making me a better person, an effective person. And so I started, I still have that book on my shelf. I started thinking about those things about myself. But even then, there was a a massive layer that needed to happen before I could even start to think about leadership again. It just didn't occur to me, didn't cross my mind, or didn't occur to me that the things I was doing was leadership. I was managing self. I was leading myself. But there is a whole layer that needed to happen before I could do it. If If you're new to this podcast, Maybe you wouldn't have known that I, I am a, a counselor. I did. When you're training, you have to do your own work, your own therapy, which was the best thing I've ever done. Those years of therapy was the best thing I've ever done. The first time I went, I, st- I spent a year in therapy as I was doing level three, and it was the best thing I ever did for myself. And I thought, if I never used this for anybody else, it was effective for me. And so for five years, I had children started to homeschool and raise children and did nothing with my with um the training that I had until later on but it really helped me again once again become aware of emotions and management of emotions and understanding myself therapy really helped me to understand 
parts of myself that was inaccessible and unavailable to me, parts of myself that I wouldn't have known about had I not done therapy. And even at that stage, as I was becoming aware of more of me, there was another layer that needed to be unraveled. And we can only live, we can only live the self that we know. And that's why I am committed to personal development, because when we live the self that we know, we're always going to be growing. But, but if we're intentional about growth, like the self that we know, the self that is available to us and exposed to us, do we want to learn anything more about that self? And at that time, I didn't know how to ask those questions. Like, I want to know more about me. I want to know more about this character quality. I want to know more about this trait that I have. So I was reading and I was growing and it was benefiting people. It was benefiting my family, my children, my, my marriage, my parenting, I believe it benefited. And I was solely focused on that area. And when you're a mom, especially when you're a new mom, your focus is your children. And we, we had children early in marriage. And so I became a mom, got married, became a mom, and my focus became my children. And so I poured my whole self into my children. And I thank God that he's watering the seed really well. But I poured my whole self into them. And so, again, leadership for me wasn't about me. It was about how I can be for them and not for me. And I think when we're, when we're thinking about self-leadership, we have to think about, yeah, I want to be the best parent I can be, but I also want to be the best person I can be. And it's being the best person that I can be first that is going to help me to be the best anything I want to be. And best meaning where I am with the information and resources that are available to me, because I can't, I can't be anybody else. And where I'm today is not where I was last year or the year before, and it's not where I'm going to be next year, but I, I can only live right here. And so without therapy, without those years of therapy, I kept living in the past or the future. And sometimes we do that to avoid the present. When the present is uh, un, unstable, when the present is um, not a happy place, and it, not that it wasn't a happy place for me, but when you have trauma in your past, you live in the past and the future so much that you have to learn how to live in the present. And I had to learn how to live in the present to be able to start to think about the things and the skills that I will need for the present for today. If we don't allow ourselves to train ourselves to live in the now, we won't know the resources that we need for now, the ones that we have available for us that can be used. We will miss out on, on all of that. Um, and I believe therapy helped me to do that. And a gradual day by day of management of self, management of emotions, understanding trauma responses and how those were impacting myself and the people that were around me and learn how to manage my emotions and manage myself and not be reactive. And once again, I would have mentor who sometimes didn't know they were mentoring me, but I would, I'd watch them. I would learn from them. I would admire their skills. I would go back and wonder about their management of self and, and the emotional maturity that they demonstrated. And I would admire it and wanted to emulate it. And when you, when you admire something and want to emulate it, you have to go dig for the resources. If you are watching somebody make bread and you decide that you want to make bread too, you have to have everything that is needed. You have to have the wheat, the, the flour, 
the everything to be able to make it. So when I watched my mentors and I wanted to emulate their leadership, their self-leadership, their management of self and their management of their emotions, it means that I have to go dig. And for what I didn't have, for what I didn't have, I needed to go find it. And so early in, in this first part of this uh, self-development personal um, experience meant that I had to go find some resources that I didn't have. And some that I needed that I didn't know the name for, that I didn't know where to go find them, that I had to go go search for. So things like consistency and things like persistence. And people see me now as a person who is persistent and I'm consistent and I'm a hard worker. And I've always been, I've never, I've always been, I've always loved working, but I've not always been a consistent, persistent, hard worker. That's something that had to be developed. That's a part of self-leadership that had to be developed. And as, as I'm growing and the things that I'm doing are growing, it means that I have to learn even more about myself and, and around how I want to cultivate those. I want to be intentional in cultivating those character qualities that will help my self-leadership to grow and to be even better. And so as that grow, I see that impact in my work and the outcome of my work. Because self-leadership for me is also about personal development. It's about my work, the outcome of my work and what it looks like to the people who I serve. And so developing skills that is going to make that better is really important to me. And so that's the first part of kind of not necessarily a testimony, but sharing self-leadership and the path to self-leadership. And so in the next episode of Stories That Shape Us, I'm going to talk about some some struggles and challenges around self-leadership and how I overcome those challenges and the the part rather that past trauma plays in those areas, the, the part that trauma contributed to and how healing helped to, to help with the, on the path to developing effective self-leadership. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at woundstoscars.com.